I love metrics. They're a great way to review Ruby code and find places that they could be improved. Now, one of the ultimate metric tools is MetricFoo, which I covered in episode number 166. The only problem is that MetricFoo can be a little bit difficult to set up because it has so many dependencies, especially in a Rails 3 application. This is one thing I really loved about the Caliper project. It allowed me to easily plug in any GitHub repo and then instantly get metrics from that. But unfortunately, Caliper was shut down, so what are we going to do? Well, we're back to running metrics on our local machine, but fortunately there is a gem to make this easier called Metrical. It uses MetricFoo in the background, but it provides a nice little wrapper command. So you just run gem install Metrical and then run the Metrical command in your Rails project. Let's give it a try. So here I am inside of a Rails 3 application. It's actually the railscast.com source code. So first I run, run gem install Metrical. And for you, that will probably install a whole list of dependencies if you don't have them already. So after that's installed, we can just run the metrical command, and that will go throughout our Rails application and run various metrics through metric foo. Now you'll probably get a whole list of errors, um, but for the most part, you can ignore them as long as it fully completes and you see the results in your browser. And so after that's done, it will just pop up the results. So the first page here just lists the various metric tools that are in metric foo. And the, my, one of my favorites here is Reek. And it just provides a lot of useful feedback and various parts of the Ruby app to uh, find areas that it can be improved. Now there's a couple new sections since I covered this in episode 166. There's Rails best practices and hotspots. I'll cover those in a little bit. But first I want to talk a little bit about Archive. Now out of all the tools covered inside of here, Archive is usually the one to fail because it requires running of your tests and specs. And notice here I got zero total coverage. This just didn't work at all. The main problem is that I'm using Ruby 1.9 here, and Archive doesn't work with Ruby 1.9. So before I look into alternatives, I'm just going to remove Archive from MetricFoo entirely. I personally don't think it really belongs because it requires running of the tests here. Now to configure the MetricFoo behavior with Metrical, we just need to add a .metrics file to our application. And so to configure MetricFoo inside of here, we just call MetricFoo, configure, configuration actually, .run then pass in a block with a config object. And then to remove archive inside of here, you can just call config uh, metrics minus archive, just like that. So the next time we run the metrical command in our project, we will get fewer errors. And as you can see, archive no longer shows up in our metrics here. Now, what about alternatives for coverage reports in Ruby 1.9? Well, there's a couple you can choose from. There's call, one called cover me and another called simple cove. And I find they both produce really beautiful results. Uh, what I'm going to use here is SimpleCov because I found it a little easier to set up. So here's the GitHub project for SimpleCov, and it's pretty simple to set up. All you have to do is include it in your gem file and then add these two lines at the top of your test or spec helper file. So inside my project gem file here, I can add it with this little line of code, gem SimpleCov, make sure require is false, and make sure the test group is used. And then at the very top of my spec helper file, because I'm using rspec here, I'll just add these two lines. And then to use this, we just run the bundle command to ensure it's installed. And then we just need to run rake spec to run our specs. And once that's done, we can just open up the report. It's under coverage slash index.html. And here's what it looks like. It's a really nice way to see what code is not executed when you run your tests or specs. As you can see, the file that's the worst is at the top here in coder.rb. 
I don't think I'm even using this anymore, so I can probably safely remove it from my application. Um, Commons controller is next, and I, if I click on it, I can see the exact code and what is not covered. Uh, you can see there's a whole method inside of here which is no longer executed. I'd want to research this um, and make sure to either test it better or just delete it entirely if it's not used at all in my application. So it's a great way to find out which co code isn't covered in your tests. All right, so that's a good solution for seeing your code coverage. Now, as I promised, what about these last two topics here in metric foo? I'd never covered these in episode 166. The last one here is hotspots, and that just gives you a generic overview of the various files and classes and methods that you want to look at, the worst ones being at the top. And it takes several things into account, primarily rake and flog here. Um, so it's a good place to go to as a starting point to look for the various places in your app, which really needs some focus. And that leaves us with one more item here, the Rails Best Practices Report. And this is pretty awesome because it tells you various places uh, in a Rails app that don't really follow the best practices. Now, viewing this inside metric foo, I've noticed there's some extra um, maybe ASCII coloring characters going on in here. And so I recommend using this gem directly instead of going through metric foo. Now you likely already have it installed if you installed Metrical, but if not, you can do just gem install Rails best practices, like that. And when you install it, it suggests that you visit the website first, so let's check it out. And this website is pretty awesome because it has a list of a lot of different best practices here, so it's a great thing to browse through and get ideas on how to improve your Rails application. And if you check out the implemented section, you can see the ones which are actually implemented in the gem, and so these will be checked automatically when you use the gem. Let's try it out. So to run the report, we just type the Rails best practices command, and it'll default to the current directory. Just run this. And so here's the results. As you can see, all the suggestions are in red, uh, but this is a little bit hard to see for me. I much prefer the HTML format, which you can get with the dash F option, pass an HTML. And I also like the with TextMate option, so the links are TextMate. And that generates an HTML file called Rails best practices. So we'll open that. And here's what that looks like. Uh, as you can see, 26 errors were found in this application. And here's the list of errors. If you click on the file name, it'll open up it up right into TextMate with the proper line highlighted, really handy. And uh, the error messages section, if you click on the error message itself, it'll take you to the Rails best practices site. And this is really handy because it gives you a full description of the problem, showing an example, and showing you how you can refactor it and improve it, as well as rate it up and down, or uh, read comments, add comments, and so on. So now all you have to do is go down each item in this list and see how it can be used to improve your code. However, as with all metrics, don't take it as gospel. Uh, just because it's considered a practice, a best practice in general doesn't mean it will fit perfectly into your code and be best in your application. Just take it as a general guideline uh, to find places where your application could be improved. Uh, don't make it your absolute goal to get this list down to zero. And the same thing could be said for all the metrics here in this list. Don't just switch off your brain as you're taking the suggestions and improving your code. Make sure each change that the metrics suggest really does improve your application code specifically. Instead, metrics should be used more as a hint to finding the problems in your application, and it's up to you to determine how best to apply those to improve your code. Well, that's it for this episode on metrics. I hope you enjoyed it.